You're listening to Tracks FM's podcast. If you've enjoyed our content, more podcasts are available on the RTM Click app and website. Let us know what you think. Please email us at tracksfm.rtm at gmail.com. Like and follow us on social media at Tracks FM Official. Hello, good morning, and welcome to Tracks FM. You are with me on W Talk today. Beautiful looking Wednesday, got to say, and we are talking about civil divorce proceedings with uh, Shahira Elina binti Badro Hisham. She's a legal officer with Jabatan Bantuan Guaman Kuala Lumpur. Welcome to the studio. How are you Thank today? Thank you very much. Thank you for invitation. Okay, no problem. And uh, of course, uh, we. Uh, 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 this is my own personal opinion. Of course, after the. Uh, post-COVID uh, time, uh, there has been a number of divorce increases. The statistics have shown that it has gone up. So today, that is going to that is what we're going to be talking about. We start off with what is the meaning of a divorce? Right, divorce. Divorce is a termination or dissolution of a marriage between husband and wife, pursuant to the law. Which law? The law that we will be focusing today is the Law Reform Marriage and Divorce. Act 1976, that is Act 164. Mm-hmm. So that is this is a very, very legal term. Now, let's talk about Act 164 itself. Mm-hmm. Is Act 164 applicable to every marriage registered in Malaysia? Act 164 actually is only applicable to non-Muslim. Mm-hmm. So this Act is not applicable to first Muslim mm-hmm. and not applicable to any native of Sabah and Sarawak because they have their own native customary law mm-hmm. unless they elect or they choose to marry under this act. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so that would mean uh, any uh, Muslim marriage and also Sabah and Sarawak marriage? Not applicable. Not applicable yes. under the Act 164. Oh, yes, correct. Now, is one uh, Act 164 applicable to marriage which was solemnized under the customary rights uh, or rituals prior to the enforcement of the act itself. All right. The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. The enforcement of uh, the enforcement date of Act One Six Four is uh, was on first March nineteen eighty two. Mm-hmm. So the customary rights or ritual marriage was which solemnized prior to the enforcement uh, date of the act are deemed to be valid and registered under this act, mm-hmm. provided that the customary rites or ritual marriage were conducted in a valid and proper manner. Oh, okay. Uh, Which means uh, if it's a legally binding marriage, yes, then uh, it will fall under this act. Yes. So if it's a civil marriage or, or of that sort, like the, just like uh, they do a ritual about it, but yes. they don't uh, so register? Uh, even though the marriage was held before, mm-hmm. before the act, mm-hmm. so after the act uh, have been enforced, it will be... Uh, uh, acted like uh, the marriage were registered and valid under the Act. Okay, uh, so which means it's a blanket law, so everything yes. is covered under it, Betul. regardless of the time frame. So even if you got married before 1982, yeah. this still applies to you. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, uh, there is more to talk about now. Do you have any questions for uh, Shahira Elina, who is a legal officer yes. with Jabatan Bantuan Guaman Kuala Lumpur? You can send it via our TikTok page as well if you want to. We are also on Facebook Live. You can send in the questions over there as well, especially if it's pertaining to Act 164. And uh, right now, we are going to be taking a short break. We're going to be listening to a song. We're going to be listening to uh, a song that you requested for Shahira. And we will be right back. Don't go anywhere. You are listening to Track.
Hello, welcome back. And yes, we are currently on WTalk. We are talking about civil divorce proceedings with our guest in the studio. She's a legal officer with Jabatan Bantuan Guaman KL and her name is Shahira Elena Binti Badrul Hisham. Now, before we went on break, we spoke about Act 164. Uh, let's talk about how a divorce can be obtained under this Act, Shahira. What are the procedures? There are three types or three ways mm-hmm. to obtain a divorce under the Act. Okay, namely, first, divorce on the ground of conversion to Islam. The second way is joint petition divorce. The third way is single petition divorce. So I will go one by one. Okay. Okay. The first one is divorce on the ground of conversion to Islam. Meaning, if one party to a marriage, if the husband and wife has converted to Islam, then either party can apply for a divorce in the civil high court under Act 164. Mm-hmm. So even though uh, one party has converted to Islam, because the marriage was registered under Act 164, right? Mm-hmm. So the divorce also can be uh, done, under Act. done under the Act 164. So with the application to civil high court, lah, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that is the first one. The second one is uh, the joint petition divorce. Meaning if husband and wife both agree to dissolve their marriage, they can submit a joint petition, a joint divorce application to the high court. So the mode of commencement for this joint petition divorce uh, is by petition and they will be called as petitioners. So both are petitions lah, petitioners. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, but there are three uh, preconditions for this application of divorce for joint petition. Eh? Joint petition, uh, there are three. First is both parties must have freely consented to the application for divorce. Right. Both parties. Both okay. parties mm-hmm. are consented to divorce. Okay, the second one is proper provision has been agreed for the wife, for the custody of children, and for maintenance and etc. Oh, this all is like alimony and all of that. Yes, yes. They, they must agree beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, before the application, they send the application. All right, the third precondition is the application of divorce is filed after the expiration of two years from the date of their marriage. So, they can apply for the divorce after they have been married for two years. Before, cannot. Oh, which means they have to be married for two years. Yes. Then only the application for divorce can go yes. on. Yes. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? This is because to prevent a person from rushing into marriage or divorce. Second one, uh, if to prevent them from intentionally conduct a trial marriage, right? The third one is preventing them from escaping the marriage without any attempt of reconciliation. Uh, so you you give them a time frame to yeah. either work it out, and if they yeah. really cannot, send that yeah. two uh, yeah. two uh, two years wait for two years first, ah. uh, and then baru you can you can uh, apply for the divorce. So this is from the registration of marriage. Yes, uh, this is in the act. In the act itself. Yes, in the act itself. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so the on the date uh, from registration of marriage, if they want a divorce, they have to wait a minimum of two years. Minimum of two years, mm-hmm. but they have. Uh, Exemption, mm-hmm. but I'll come to that in a bit. Okay, in a bit. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I'll go first to the third, third way or third type of divorce. Mm-hmm. That is single petition divorce. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, this is a situation where one of the parties to a marriage can file a petition for divorce on the ground that the marriage has irretrievably broken down. All right, oh. the mode of comman- commencement will be also by petition, mm-hmm. but the parties will be called petitioners and respondent. Right. Oh, okay. Not both petitioners because this is single, single, a single petition. Mm-hmm. So, what are the reasons for divorce? The reason for the application of single petition divorce can be either, therefore, all right, uh, the reason can be only one, mm-hmm. uh, two, 
mm-hmm. or all four. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So the first one is that the respondent has committed adultery and the petitioner finds it intolerable intolerable to live with the respondent. That is first one. Mm-hmm. Second one is that the respondent has behaved in such a way that the petitioner cannot reasonably be expected to live with the respondent. Mm-hmm. The second one. Mm-hmm. The third one is that the respondent has deserted the res- petitioner for a continuous period of at least two years. That is the third one. The fourth one is that the parties to the marriage have lived apart for a continuous period of at least two years. Mm. Right. Uh, single petition divorce also has a precondition. All right. There are two preconditions. The uh, first one is the divorce application can only be filed after period of two years from date of marriage. It's same as the joint mm. uh, divorce petition, right? Okay. But, uh, okay, but there is an exception. Which like is? I said before, mm-hmm. exception. Uh, exception for these two years, period two years, when there is a case, exceptional case, exceptional circumstances or hardship suffered by the petitioner, mm-hmm. then the petitioner can apply to the judge for a divorce before the expiration of two years of the marriage. Mm-hmm. So there must be a hardship or a circumstances that she or he cannot stand. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Uh, so the second precondition, the first one is must be two years, but, but with exception. So the second one is uh, either both party or one party need to obtain a certificate from the marriage conciliatory body established by the National Registration Department. Uh, or Jabatan Pendaftaran Negara mm-hmm. JPN so meaning that they must go uh, undergo some kind of counselling at JPN mm-hmm. and then uh, get a certificate that clarifies their situation of marriage before uh, they can file uh, the petitioner petitioner can file a single petition divorce at civil high court okay which means they can try the counselling they can try going through JPN first yes and even through that if uh, even after that they still want to get a divorce and one person does not want it yes. they can do a single petition response yes huh. but uh, not uh, the, the word is not, not try but if you want to apply a single petition you must you mm. must go through counselling yes and and get the certificate oh okay okay so it is a must it is a precondition yes. okay so and uh, what circumstances would a party exclude exam from referring his or her uh, his or her marriage issues to the marriage uh, conciliatory body like as you said all right uh, that's a good question because uh, the pre- as i said before the precondition for single petition divorce there are two right first uh, two years mm-hmm. two years uh, have uh, exemption so the second, the second precondition that is a need to get the certificate also has an exemption. So the exemption, there are two, uh, no, there are six circumstances. So stay with me. Yes. <laughs> I will list down all six. So the first one is uh, when where the petitioner alleges that he or she has been deserted by and does not know the whereabouts of his or her spouse. That is mm-hmm. one. The second one is where the respondent is residing abroad and it is unlikely that he or she will enter the jurisdiction of the court within next six months. So the third one is when the respondent has been required to appear before a consolatory body and has willfully failed to attend. This is um, the most uh, frequent. Mm-hmm. Uh, people will ask to go to the consolatory body but they did not uh, attend for three times consecutively. Then uh, they will just get the certificate and say, okay, go to apply for the single petition divorce. Lah. Mm-hmm. Right. The fourth one is 
uh, where the respondent is imprisoned for a term of five years or more. The fifth one, uh, where the petition alleges that the respondent is suffering from incurable mental illness. Okay, and the last one, where the court is satisfied that there are exceptional circumstances which make reference to a considerable body is impracticable. So this is why. Lah. Yeah. Any reason? But this is what this is for the court to interpret. That is case by case basis. Yeah, this is for uh, for court to interpret discretion of the court. Mm-hmm. And uh, tell you what, well, we're going to take another short break, and once we come back, there is more to talk about. We'll talk about some of the effects once a divorce uh, order has been granted and the such. Of course, we are still on TikTok. If you do have any questions for our guest today, Shahira Elina Binti Badroisham, who is a legal officer with Jabatan Bantuan Guam One KL, you can definitely send it. So, and we will talk more once we come back. Welcome back to Tracks W Talks Civil Divorce. Proceedings is what we are talking about today with Shahira Elina Bintibadroisham, Legal Officer Jabatan Bantuan Guam and KL. And of course, there are some questions on our TikTok. Now, we will be answering that on TikTok later. But right now, we do have to go on with the questions. What are the effects once a divorce order has been granted, Shahira? Right, the effect. Of course, both parties are free to remarry again, mm-hmm. right? The second one is, caught with all the terms that have been, uh, that have been uh, agreed by both parties mm-hmm. uh, regarding as I said before maintenance custody and assets uh, that basically uh. mm-hmm. okay and what are the documents required to be filed in a divorce alright basic document uh, this is basic documents uh, for divorce so you ha- must have a copy of IC mm-hmm. marriage certificate uh, children's birth certificates if any certificate issued by the marriage uh, sil- uh, consultory body the SGPN mm-hmm. uh, and other relevant documents lah, uh, based on your application. Alright? Mm-hmm. So that's it. Okay. And of course, uh, Jabatan Bantuan Guaman. Before we end, how to contact or to get more info about Jabatan Bantuan Guaman? Alright, for more info, uh, listeners, all listeners can just come to our office, mm-hmm. uh, Jabatan Bantuan Guaman Kuala Lumpur at level 28, Menara TH Perdana, Jalan Sultan Ismail mm-hmm. or can call us at numbers 032694 and can also visit Jabatan Bantuan Guaman website at www.jbg.gov.my or check out more at Jabatan Bantuan Guaman official social media accounts mm-hmm. uh, such as TikTok, Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. Okay. Uh, now, before we end for today, is there anything else that you would like to add for our listeners? And could you please uh, just repeat the number that they could call so that they could get in touch the with number, Jabatan? Okay. Yeah. The number uh, 0326942700. Okay. And before we end, anything else that you would like to add for our listeners today? Mm, no. But uh, we know that um, marriage is, is a secret, secret ties. Mm-hmm. So, love with all your heart uh, until the end of the day. Absolutely. Divorce should be only a last option. No, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, then. Uh, thank you so much, Yahira Elena Binti Badro Isham, for her time today. She's a legal officer with Jabatan Bantuan Guaman KL. And of course, uh, there's a lot to speak about, about all of this. And uh, right now, we are going to be getting on back with the music. And I'll be back in the next hour, so don't go anywhere. You're listening to Tracks FM's podcast. If you've enjoyed our content, more podcasts are available on the RTM Click app and website. Let us know what you think. Please email us at tracksfm.rtm at gmail.com. Like and follow us on social media at Tracks FM Official.